0: Momentum Podcast, Podcast. helping you develop a partner network that enables ministry to happen. So now the red light is on. on. And welcome to our second ever momentum podcast uh we got number one in the uh we got number one in the can naomi yeah (laughs) we were pretty excited (laughs) uh to have that conversation last time and uh my name is daryl parsons
1: i'm naomi vandevish
0: yes together we uh, are part of the momentum coaching team
1: that's right can we
0: be a network now
1: Absolutely. Okay.
0: We're becoming a network because we have more and more people uh, getting involved with Momentum and uh, we're really happy to have one of them joining us today. I'd like to introduce Mr. Byron Toth. Yeah, that's me, Byron Toth. <laughs> Did they say your name? I said your yeah, name. Yeah, you probably. got it right this time. <laughs> I hear so many people mispronounce your last name that I... Um, that I, I, I always wonder if I'm saying it right. That's I've been called
2: Byron. I've been called Brian. I've been called many different things. Toth and Toth. Yeah. And Toth is the one that gets me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Or Tooth. Yeah. I, <laughs> if I've got that one too. As long yeah. as
0: it comes with good intentions, then I'll answer to pretty yeah. much everything. Yeah. So, uh, I'll, and and the new one was you and I went to a conference recently and uh, you were actually on listed as Byron Parsons and I was Darryl. Daryl. Daryl Toth, Toth. 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 Tooth. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and Byron, uh, Byron, you've, uh, you're you going to tell us a little bit about your story with YFC. You've been with YFC for six years now, right? And, yeah. And uh, in this past year, you've gotten involved with Momentum as a coach. Uh, I guess primarily you're helping... Um, you're Working helping. with
2: some of our veteran staff, yeah. really trying to help uh, veteran staff that may not be at 100%, uh, just get up there, enjoy it, really experience it in a different way, yep. and, uh, and be sustainable in
0: ministry for the long term. That's, um, that's, so okay. that's a great role yeah. to have and uh, we're all privileged to, to as part of many other roles that we feel be part of the Momentum uh, team and working with people. I, I love it. I just love talking to the people that uh, I get to interact with in the coaching journey and, mm-hmm. uh, the, and hearing what incredible people we have working across Canada. Byron, speaking of across Canada, <laughs> you recently uh, made a move across Canada. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey with YFC? Yeah,
2: well, um, yeah, recently, just in, uh, in February of 2017, our family picked up and moved about 4,000 kilometers from Regina Saskatchewan to Moncton in New Brunswick. And that's been a pretty big change. And just I guess where it originally comes from, it's part of of ministry, but uh, what I'd say, I guess, in 2017 is our family has vividly been able to see that God's plans are beyond what we can come up with and just in how a lot of this has worked. And my history in ministry actually goes back to 2005 is when I started and I was a youth pastor in Hmm. a church for about six years. And really uh, enjoyed it a lot, but it uh, didn't seem like that was like kind of the next step or the long-term mm-hmm. place for me yeah. was going to be in pastoral ministry. And and so I actually moved out into kind of in a different, more into business. And, um, you know, it was at a, a great place with great people, but it was just a, a role that wasn't a good fit for me. And. Um, and uh, shortly after that i got into a conversation with james clifford a, f- a friend of mine who was the executive director for youth for christ in regina and uh, he introduced me more to yfc and it seemed like they had an opportunity that would be a good fit for me and that was about six six and a half years ago from from the date today and um, and since then we've just it's been awesome to see how God's provided opportunities and working with the, the chapter in Regina. And then as our families had this opportunity uh, to be on a term uh, in Moncton, we're really enjoying it and, and seeing how
0: God's working things out.
1: Wow. Oh, that's amazing.
0: It is. It's a big change, too, because yeah. you're kind of like from farming to fishing now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So how has that changed? Like the change from doing church ministry to now working for nonprofit Youth for Christ?
2: Well, the change from from youth ministry in a church to youth ministry uh, with Youth for Christ, the biggest difference mm. would be the ministry partner development. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember that as just the most crazy thing when yeah. I was kind
0: of first starting into that conversation. Mm-hmm. And... I gotta ask you: Did you know, like, when when James started talking to you back then, did you know that that you would have to raise your own support? Did you understand that?
2: Go yeah, ahead. I knew that. I knew that That's how Youth for Christ worked. Right. And uh, and I always thought, well, that obviously means it's not for me. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else
0: been there? Okay.
2: And I, you know, and I think that a lot of our staff are there. Yeah. Um, but I think that's a that's a real part of the calling mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Through through the calling and then through the faith of of seeing God provide in different ways, mm-hmm. um, it does become a more natural step to take when you've seen God provide in different ways. You you can have confidence that He'll provide, like for our family and, and for me in this. Saying God, if you've called me to this, I trust that you're going to provide. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. yeah. And and even uh, particularly in the attitude side of it, I remember praying, God, take this from being something that I dread mm-hmm. to something that I actually love to do. Because yeah. I remember like the first couple letters when I was preparing them to send them out, I was like, oh no, this is, I'm sending junk mail. People are going to hate this. Mm-hmm. Don't like. And, and you know, um, through the years, I've just seen seen the complete opposite mm-hmm. on that, where I've had people, you know, receive the letter and say, oh, thank you so much. It's so good to see what's going yeah. on. And, and, you know, what? and also I have, I think... One person I've had asked to be pulled off my list. that right. They've yeah. said, well, yeah. "You know, we're just not interested." Um, but that's by far the minority. Well, you're talking and about one person
0: in yeah, the past six years now, of, right? Yeah, out of hundreds, right?
2: And so, um, so mm-hmm. that's been a really cool journey, just to see how how God has actually changed my opinion and yeah. and actually has answered that prayer in a way that this is actually something I really yeah. love to do. Yeah. That
1: that prayer, like, change this from something I dread. And I talk to new people all the time, and that is, like, the the, the reoccurring theme. You know, I just really dread this. I'm terrified of picking up that phone. I mm. and feel so anxious about this. And so it's that that piece for mm-hmm. you was giving it to God.
2: Yeah. Yep. Saying
1: through prayer, like, God, help.
2: <laughs> and, well, and I think that's one of the things, and even... Um, you know, as Christians a lot, we can, we don't understand sometimes the, how we can exercise prayer and how honest we can be in it. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times people like we think we need to be, you know, act like we've got it together for God or like, you know, he can't take my problems or my challenges, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't take much reading through the Psalms to realize people were really raw. People came, you know, at the depths of despair when, uh, through tragedy, through tough times, and we're just absolutely honest. And it's reassuring to know that we can be honest. I can't say, I don't have to act some way with Mm -hmm. God, like act like I'm confident where I'm not. Mm -hmm. I can can let God know this is where I'm at. Mm -hmm. I know that this isn't a sustainable
0: attitude to have. Mm -hmm. Can you work to change that? Yeah. Absolutely, and coming to God in that type of honesty uh, is um, is probably really, really relevant to the subject of ministry partner development, hmm. because we're oftentimes starting out, uh, you know, as new staff, we're coming to God with some of those fears, some of those apprehensions, certainly excitement as well, right? But there's all these mixed emotions, like you would find in the Psalms, and uh, also like there's a lot to rely on God for. It's a big prospect, right? Um, how you know ha- how would you you know, Speak to a, a staff person uh, about the relationship between prayer and ministry partner development, I guess, in a more strategic way. Well, I guess
2: your, added, your attitude to prayer and ministry partner development, it starts with what's your personal attitude to prayer. Um, and for me, the great thing about prayer and, and what's really made it more real and and more important in my life is just God in several occasions but a couple really glaring occasions uh, proving that his plan is beyond what I can come up with right mm-hmm. and um unfortunately I've been wrong about enough things in my life now that I don't take my own opinions that seriously <laughs> and uh and so you know as as that becomes more important personally then applying it in different areas. So uh, applying it for ministry partner development becomes very natural. Right. And so I guess what i would really encouraged um, anyone to do is first of all, like, do you actually believe that prayer works? Right. Because if you don't actually believe mm-hmm. that prayer works, you know, it's probably, if, if it's not applicable to other areas of your mm-hmm. life or your own personally, how do I make decisions, you know, as a family, how do we approach things and
0: mm-hmm. and,
2: and move forward in life, mm-hmm. then it's probably not going to mean too much in ministry
0: partner development. Now, I got to ask you, though, are you, are you that blunt with people? <laughs> do, you,
2: do, you start out <laughs> like, do you really believe prayer works? Uh, maybe I should be more so. <laughs> uh, because it, it really is that important. And and we can ask ourselves, and we can be honest, to even to come to God. Like, God, I'm not really sure the prayer works. Well, show yourself to me. Like, yes.
0: Don't be scared to mm-hmm. pray that. Mm-hmm. Well, you're really working out some, some deep issues when you start at that level, all right? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it takes it from being some sort of a formality, like, oh, God, please bless whatever, you know, mm-hmm. to, boy, am I really confident in God's ability to provide for me yeah in, in this ministry yeah that is
2: that is cool <laughs> and that's one of the reasons why I'm glad that I've failed in life a few times and I often actually it's it's interesting mm. but I often feel bad for people who've had all their plans work out yeah because if all of your plans have worked out and anytime you've had a plan and you've kind of known I'm gonna go do this and it works out um, then it's actually pretty tough to have faith because things have worked out
1: right mm. I,
2: fortunately I fallen on my face a few different <laughs> times pretty hard you know, a couple of them, mm-hmm. and after that, it's a little bit easier to let my own plans go because I've seen how they yes. haven't always panned out. And then, uh, and just to see how God's plans really vividly have, have been mm-hmm. beyond what I can come up with. Mm-hmm. Um, it particularly in our move uh, here in 20, 2017, um, that was just became really relevant uh, to our family in a whole new way. Yeah, and, hmm. uh, yeah, and I- from that, it's it's a little bit easier to apply another. Le- that there he is
0: that is not a that is the, I'm so glad that you thought to mention that because uh, we're not always uh, we're not always quick to jump uh, into that conversation to talk about our failures and how things haven't worked. Yeah. That's so the good cool. news is, if you have failed, you're on the right you're track. You're on the right
1: track. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah.
0: You could probably say you're in good company as well because yeah. it's not just Byron. There's a few people in in That's scriptures right. that <laughs> show some pretty spectacular failures yeah. as well. Um So what about um what about something a little more strategic or practical like for somebody who approaches you uh, let's say a um you know like a, a staff who um you're going to coach you know a veteran staff comes to you and their supports uh, waning a little bit um and and what you know what what's 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 some things you would say to them practically
2: well probably the first question that i'd ask if someone was coming to me is, is i'd ask who's praying for you hmm. um I think because the spiritual part of the journey in ministry part um developing our ministry partners is such a key first step. And getting other people on board to be praying for us through that journey is really important because this is a team effort. Yeah. Um and if I ask that question to someone and their answer is a long pause <laughs> or I don't know. Mm. I'll say that is the first thing that we need to work on. And really, I think like one of the most encouraging things um, as a person in, in ministry mm. and, and particularly with Youth for Christ is if you go to see someone or you visit someone and they've got your your ministry letter on their yeah. fridge, mm-hmm. you're like, this is like that's a goldmine. That's mm. if, if, if your letter is up on the fridge, like that's someone who's praying for you. That's someone yes. who like yes. wants yes. to know what's going on. Yeah. And when they get a letter, it's it's not just like, maybe I'll leaf through it quickly and toss it aside. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they've got it up there. Those that's like, that's the that's the, the best thing you can see really when you yeah. go to, to visit great. someone. And it's yes. so encouraging to know, you know, I'm not doing this on my own. I have got, mm. you know, God has other people around me Yeah, uh, yeah. that yep. are walking this journey
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know that aspect of the journey with me. Yeah, Yeah. I think is a critical kind of component too of partner development is uh, is is that we don't uh, we don't just see our uh, partners as ATMs. We talk about that a lot internally, right? Is they're not just cash machines. You know, partners partnerships is a much bigger uh, much bigger you know idea Mm. and uh, you know us caring for our partners and our partners caring for us. You know, like a partner can be can be somebody who prays for you. And maybe you know, dare I say, doesn't it? De- maybe can- if they decide not to, you know, support you financially, did I just speak blasphemy in <laughs> terms of empathy.
2: God brings people in every yeah, different way, yeah, yeah. and you know, some people are going to, some people are going to be your best prayer warriors, and they are not going to have the finances to give in as big a way, mm-hmm. yeah. and other people are going to be huge mm-hmm. financial contributors, mm-hmm. but they quite possibly will not have much or anything on the prayer side that yes. they're getting. Yes. And so, it, you know, each person plays a role in one way or another. Yeah. And I think one of the things I love about this ministry is that hopefully we're uh, communicating this in a way that we are partnering together in ministry. So in the case of like we get to work with a youth that, you know, comes to faith in Christ, yeah. that's not Byron's work. That's all of our work. That's you know, right. that's a team of over a hundred people, mm-hmm. you know, coming together to do that. That's not um, just me. So we, we, uh, not only, you know, are, are thankful, but we celebrate that, you know, in the role of, this person uh, walking in their journey Mm -hmm. of faith, there are actually a lot more people that are pieces of the puzzle that are making that happen. And, you know, as staff, we often get to be the people that are the, you know, the hands and feet right in -hmm. the thick, in the middle of ministry. Mm -hmm. And lots of other people, that's not their gift. That's not where God's asking them to play their part. And they're still a part of this, although they're not, like, can't, you know, physically be there with Mm -hmm. the youth. Um, At that time or or in these conversations, um, they're still just as much a part of the journey. There's this
1: great analogy I heard just yesterday. um, And it said, you know, um, as that front lines ministry person, you're at the tip of the spear. You need a lot of hands holding that spear. And I thought, what a beautiful picture of our ministry partner development team. Mm -hmm. And they are praying for us. They are financially supporting us, but they are... All part of that impact. Yeah. 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 And, um, and that's one
2: thing I even, I want to communicate, you know, really effectively to our staff that are serving in administrative mm-hmm. roles as well. Because I think sometimes people don't see that as ministry. It's true. Yeah. Um, but that, like, if you're, I don't care if you're the one, like... You, processing the payments, if you're making sure expenses come and get yeah. mm-hmm. get paid, like every aspect of that, if that doesn't happen, all of a sudden the frontline person can't be there That's if right. they don't have that mm-hmm. support network. Right. Yeah. Um, so just like in the same way that people who are praying, people who are contributing financially, uh, you know, even on our administrative side and in different things like that, they everyone plays a key role. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that they see themselves as ministers of the gospel because yes. even though
0: they're... Yeah. Role
2: may not be doing that day to day. Yep, and, they're contributing a Yeah,
0: and 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 they need somebody praying for them because yes. there's a spiritual battle that takes place for you know that that for in what they're doing as well when they're supporting the ministry. Mhm. It's mm-hmm. it's yeah it's so critical.
1: I remember um, chatting with you a few months back, and we were talking about um, not just being prayed for, but praying for ministry partners. And you have such a passion for doing that, and how you're able to do that with some of your partners. Can you speak a bit about that?
2: Well, I think, um, like when we're when we're approaching people to join us in ministry, I really hope that we actually care about those people first, Mm -hmm. as people and and who they are, and where where are they at in their journey um, of faith. You know, some people will will not even be at a place where they're in a relationship with Christ. Some people um, will be just early in it and some people will be a long ways in that journey. Um, but first of all, you know, when we're starting those conversations with people, I hope that, you know, we're approaching it in a way that we're praying for them. We want to know yes. how is how is God working in your life mm-hmm. and what's happening. And, and the partnership and, and people coming on board to be praying for us and people coming on board uh, to contribute financially, um, I believe that comes from it but we want to start we want people to know that we're starting a relationship with them because we actually care for them not that we just kind of see them as as uh, someone who's going to give and that's Mm -hmm. why i love the term ministry partner and i avoid the term donor Mm -hmm. because when you hear donor i always the mental picture i get is like the leech that's on your leg and you're like they're contributing nothing to that (laughs) you know um and that is not what we want to see ourselves as Mm -hmm. we want to see ourselves as people
0: working together uh, to fulfill the great commission i often picture like our chapters you know you should have like a swear jar (laughs) like, whenever you say, <laughs> whenever when you you say donor, word, you donor you have to put you have yeah. to put a dollar in the jar <laughs> take hopefully it never gets filled I that's guess right. the, the and idea. you know
2: everyone's gonna be you know different and how in how they do it and some people may just contribute and, and they they don't want to be in any part kind of bigger than yeah. than giving financially and they, they're happy to do that and and but I, I think that's the vast minority there's very mm-hmm. few people and most people really are invested in, and want to know it not just that's right. where's my going money going, but yeah. what's happening and how's life working. And, mm-hmm. hmm.
1: I, there's a scripture that you um, that sort of describes this. Can you share a bit about what you've been learning from scripture about ministry partner development?
2: Yeah, well, it's it's a scripture I think that affects that's um, for ministry partner development, but also just for ministry in general. Mm. And it's in First Corinthians chapter three, uh, verses. Seven and eight, I guess, is where the, the main part of it. It says, "So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The man who plants and the man who waters have one purpose, and each will be rewarded according to his own labor." And uh, this really, first of all, actually, this brought me a lot of peace mm. in ministry when I, I remember kind of being five years into to being a youth pastor, and and thinking have I accomplished anything because yeah. sometimes you see people that you've worked with and poured mm-hmm. a whole lot into it sure. and, and and you know you've seen such great things happen and, and but then you know it'll come to a point where you see there are a whole lot more steps backward than mm-hmm. steps forward mm-hmm. in their lives and you wonder have I accomplished anything and this really goes to show that like we don't save anyone we don't it's Mm. god that saves people Uh, one person plants a seed this is talking about paul and Mm -hmm. apollos here in first corinthians but it says one person plants a seed another person waters it Mm -hmm. only god makes it grow Mm -hmm. and that's just as effective i believe in ministry on the front lines with youth as it is in working with our ministry partners um and inviting people to partner because my my role is to to plant seeds and to water them but whether people actually come on board is that's actually a a part of a process between them and God I trust Mm -hmm. and uh, and so I I guess maybe one of my goals when I meet with people Mm -hmm. is I want to have the same reaction if Mm -hmm. someone says yes and comes on board in a big way Mm -hmm. is if someone says no because that's actually not my role I trust that God's gonna be faithful to provide yes you know in the big picture but with each individual i don't know what that is and quite possibly you know, not someone i'll I'll talk about it. but god's calling them to give in a different way Mm -hmm. or to a different ministry Mm -hmm. and that's great because i trust that if i'm faithful in planting the seeds and watering the seeds that god is going to provide the growth
0: yeah Yeah. very cool even even having peace about some of those things right becomes uh part of the giving it over to god right And, and, and praying about it and making sure your heart's your heart's right, you know.
2: Yeah, I you know, know, and some days it's a little bit more easy for your heart to be right sure. without than others.
0: Yeah, as, as we sort of get get, uh, get close to the end of our time, I I wonder if you had any practical uh, thoughts in terms of uh, how you go about, you know, praying and, and and working that into your partner development or into your daily routines. Well, I think uh, one
2: of the things I really love to do is actually just kind of have a calendar where I'm praying for. Uh, the people that are supporting me. Huh, and so idea. it's, yep. and, and to, you know, to send out a quick message, whether it's just, you know, a text or a quick phone call and say, hey, how can I be praying for you today? Mm. Yeah, um, Just because I want to be sure that that I'm doing kind of the same thing and feeding back into this, the same people that, mm. that are uh, supporting me and helping me to be able to do this. That's great. And so that's a big part of it. But really, I think um, one of the things that's been the most effective for me in in raising the funds, actually having the finances come in to do hmm. ministry is. I remember, uh, especially early on, and I don't know why I don't do this every day or more often, is just praying. You know, on the way into work in the morning, God, will you provide something yeah. for me today? Yeah. God, will you will you will something come into the office? Will a phone call come in, or will you provide for our financial need? And it's amazing how many times that day,
1: Mm -hmm. you know,
2: someone, oh, we we had a new uh, person sent in a a monthly partnership, Byron. Oh, this came in today. And it's amazing how many times that those happened that day that That I paid for Mm -hmm. And of course, there's a lot of work that went on, you know, before that in uh, in inviting and in conversations um, and informing people. But it's amazing how much, just like the day in, day out, God will you provide?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will you provide, you know, an opportunity is a good prayer, right? Yeah. And would you provide an opportunity yeah. for me to talk to somebody?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Well, that is, uh, you know, uh, just it's it's hard i i feel like i'm repeating myself naomi honestly is is, <laughs> is like when we talked in our in our initial podcast is oh that is just foundational it's fun that's right know, that's it's just like foundational. it's just foundational yeah. you know but uh it is so it is so uh you know awesome to hear you know byron from you uh, with with the passion right that that is uh you know part of of how you approach this uh, i i just i love that stuff and uh, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, uh, what would be the best way for them to contact you?
2: The best way to, for someone to get in touch with me would be to send me an email. Yeah. My email is Byron B Y R O N dot T O T H at
0: yfccanada.org. dot right. Great, Byron Tooth. Byron Tooth. <laughs> <laughs> page and uh, if you want to talk to uh, Naomi or I you can get uh, in touch with us at momentum That's at YFCCanada.org. org and uh, it'd be, you know I'd love to hear feedback from anybody who's listening to these podcasts I see uh, you know the stats I guess for listenership yeah. or somebody clicks like on Facebook or something but it would be awesome to hear from you and if you have great ideas I don't know maybe you'll be the next person
1: that would be awesome
0: that we talk to yeah yeah so yeah thanks again and Byron for being part of uh, the Momentum Podcast. Thanks for too. having me. It's exciting to be here. Yes, and uh, next time we talk to you, I want to hear uh, if there's a strategy uh, that we can use selling cows. Selling, cat- selling <laughs> cattle. Selling uh, cattle. That's for... been a few years since I've been doing that. Yeah, selling cattle to support your ministry uh, featuring Byron Tooth. <laughs>